All right, let's get to the latest uh, of everything else. Coaching rumors, Bill Belichick, everything else that's going on right now, Andy. Um, so we are recording this as of Tuesday morning, January 6, 7, 8, January 9, 2024. Bill Belichick delivered his season-ending press conference on, excuse me, on Monday morning. He did a little Zoomer at 7.30 a.m. Oh, well, all right, for God's sakes. Is it? It cost four dollars. Nah, it was three ninety nine. Shut up, kid. Uh, so uh, you're so proud of yourself. Uh, so um, the one thing that stood out, obviously, to everybody was that it was like the first time ever he said, you know, obviously he still wants to coach football. He seems like he wants to coach football here, but he reminded everybody that he is under contract. Mm. That if if any in the wide world of Belichick, that's the biggest signal flare. That's the waving of a flag. That's the drawing of a line in the sand right there. That is pure Belichickian demarcation. I have a contract, so you're not going to be able to just get me out of here. That is, see, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not leaving. I'm not effing leaving. Uh, we, he's not been dismissed. He was not part of the Black Monday proceedings. He has not been to date part of the Farewell Tuesday proceedings or whatever. Do you think he gets dismissed this week? And And, and will this continue to now slow play out? Because there doesn't seem to be a rush. And, and we even read, uh, I think it was Jeff Howe who reported on Monday, there was a little convo between Belichick and Kraft, or at least part one of their get-together. Yeah, there were. Um, they met on Monday. Uh, Bill, in his morning WebEx, predicted that it might be the first of a number of meetings between mm -hmm. he and Robert Kraft, although he did also say, yeah, they met during the season. Not necessarily yep. talking about his future, but they they met, which I would hope, I mean, it's the owner of the team and the grand poobah wears all hats guy of the team. I would hope they'd meet somewhere along the way. Um, I do expect we will have more clarification some point this week. Um, but I also think you're right. He brings up his contract to say um, this. I have some leverage here when I'm, I'm not just going quietly. You owe me whatever it is, twenty five million dollars. I have some say here. Um, and I, I've said this for weeks exit strategy. I wasn't sure how you could go through this because there's the year you're owed to him. There's where's he going to end up? Do you want to try to control that? There's can you get compensation, which I believe you have to. I'm with Teddy Bruschi. Yep. You have to look out for the New England Patriots. The best interest of the New England Patriots is to get something for Bill Belichick if he wants to coach in Carolina, Atlanta, Dallas, Buffalo, L.A., I don't care where it is. I'm looking to get something for him. But how you um, work your way through those landmines, I made the um, comparison last night on the Rich Keefe show. This is like the separated couple that are still living in the same house and the dad's on the couch because his lawyer told him, no, 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 don't leave. That's abandonment. Mm -hmm. You got to stay. Yep. And the wife wants him out, but she can't kick him out. And it's like this weird gray no man's land. There will be lawyers kind of um, maybe time period. Yeah, I I don't know where we are. I, or I've he could gone be back. from we should also just throw that out or he could be back because there's rumors I, now that part of his plan is like, what if I bring back Josh McDaniels? Would that help placate Kraft? Because Kraft likes McDaniels. I've heard Ziggler bring back Ziggler and McDaniels. Right. Something remember, we should probably credit Mike Reese with because he started playing that tune like 10 days ago yep. i hate it i think it's the dumbest solution i've ever heard in my life so Ziggler you're like proved he can't overrule josh mcdaniels but he's going to overrule bill belichick yeah good luck with that this is a terrible plan with too many cooks in the kitchen and when you have too many cooks you know what you end up with 
a crappy meal. Ding, 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 ding. Exactly. Uh, we, uh, I, I celebrate, uh, well, I mean, football can be a group think as well, obviously, but you have to have your trusted voices and you have to know what everyone's role is and you have to have, above all, open minds. And I don't know if Bill is open-minded to the idea of bringing other people back that had worked in the organization, if he wants a new, someone else new to think things through with. So are you a three strikes and you're out with, do you think third time's the charm with uh, Josh McDaniels? Like, why do we keep going back to the well? Like, why do we keep trying to like, Hey, we'll just bring Josh. I mean, the best quarterback play of the last quarter century in new England included Josh McDaniels. And that's not just Tom Brady. That's Mac Jones rookie year. He got the most out of Mac Jones. So I know our guy, Mike Cadlick thinks maybe you could bring Mac Jones back next year and you could bring, I saw that jeepers creepers. I don't know what we're doing here. I think it's all, pure idiocy it, it's disastrous it I, I don't see how i've heard scott pioli could come back i mean all of these let's get lombardi let's get lombardi while we're at it dimitrov I, let's just get the whole band back together yeah because the more people and the other aspect is so bill belichick made it quite clear he has final say in his press conference yesterday yeah. he also tried to indicate i'm for whatever in the best interest of the football team so if we mm-hmm. collectively decided him taking on a lesser role he kind of insinuated or implied he would do that i don't think you can do that because i keep envisioning this meeting this boardroom this draft war room whatever it is where mm-hmm. yeah dave ziggler's in charge of personnel and has final say and he's standing at the head of the table and he goes so what we're going to do is we're going to do x y and z and bill is sitting over there on the side going <laughs> that's the plan <laughs> yeah or rolling his eyes or sighing and Ziggler's like uh Bill you don't you, you don't like that you don't like that plan Bill you did you want to try something different you if Bill is in the room he's the highest ranking football official in the room it's just Correct. whether it's contract says it or not he's Bill effing Belichick right you can't mm-hmm. just turn that off you can't you can't just because you give something in writing to Dave Ziggler say Bill doesn't so I think it's stupid I think it, the, I, I don't I'd rather say, have honestly, Bill back on his own. I'd rather have Bill back on his own than trying to pretend okay. that X is happening and Y is it's not gonna so work. You, you have Bill back on his own. Okay. So let's say let's 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 quickly war games this one out. So Belich, let's say Belichick returns, Kraft meets with him. Jonathan right. says Jonathan says, like, I think he should go, Dad. And Robert's like, I I just can't do it. I you know, I'm gonna I, I'd like him to try to get the record here. I uh you know, we'll we'll give we'll blame the quarterback. Mac Jones returning. Let's just say this also. If 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 it was announced Belichick's coming back, we're going to get that split in Pat's nation. Like, you got to be kidding me. I told you he was going nowhere. There's no better coach. What the hell? Things are so dysfunctional. If Mac jo- if Mac Jones is he's not Mac Jones is not coming back if Belichick stays. Let's just be com- perfectly clear. He couldn't. And I think if, he if, does, Mac, if if Belichick's back and Mac Jones is like getting into March and getting into April and he's still with the Patriots, Take away his belt, his shoelaces, and everything else of which he could do harm to himself with because he would be a broken, more broken, who's already broken, broken man. So how quickly do you think? So at this point now, if you if Belichick were to return, would you do you believe there would be a new offensive coordinator? Um, I don't know what to believe now with all these rumblings and rumors, and, and I don't think Bill's back. And the other thing that hit me yesterday, which I think I'm opposite everybody else. When I watched his WebEx, I don't think he wants to be back. I got the vibe he wants out. He's done. Like, he just can't do this anymore. And that the the I have a contract is simply a leverage play. It's yeah, not, that's it. It's not honesty. It's so not what, like now, what does he want? What does he, like, he doesn't want to do this anymore. 
What is the, he doesn't want to do this. Is he sick of this environment? What, what is he? Is he tired of Robert Kraft meddling? Is he tired think, of the yeah. fan base, I, the I, media? What? I think the meddling is overblown um, and overrated. But I mm -hmm. think for a guy who had full solo control for so long, even a little meddling is is overly annoying. Like other coach, if Mike McCarthy and Bill sat down for a beer and Bill was like, I just can't work with Robert anymore. You know what he did? You know what he did? He wanted to replace Patricia with an offensive coordinator. And McCarthy, Can you like, oh God. McCarthy's like, that's it. You're mad over that. Like everybody in the football knew you needed to do that, Bill. Why, why would you be mad over that? Like he just, because of where Belichick came from over the last 20 years. Yep. He's probably overly sensitive and annoyed at what's going on now. And I actually think that's similar to the Brady thing. I think once they started going tete-a-tete, -tete, Brady and Belichick, it was over. Then everything mm -hmm. annoyed the other one. Like, they, it magnified little things. Little things became big things. And I think that might be where we are with Belichick and Kraft. But I think he wants out. Wow. I, I can't – I honestly, when you said, I don't know where I am with any of this anymore, like, it for the average podcast listener, sports radio listener, et cetera, they, they, want, they want definition, they want – hot takes updates the latest I, folks nobody knows what the hell is going on right now i can't tell you if bill o'brien will be back or not if he wants to be back or not i can't tell you if mcdaniels is coming to town if that's a good i, I can tell you i think it feels like it going back to the well i mean if i say like oh third time's the charm like oh let's just keep what are we gonna we're gonna just continue to pursue this to diminishing ends like how josh mcdaniels would have to groom a whole new quarterback and work with him while they bring in some sort of veteran and maybe work with Bill Belichick again. And like, I mean, Josh, like, here we go. Maybe he'll get a third head coaching job after he comes back and resuscitates the Pats offense all over again. Like, it just feels like this broken merry-go-round. People keep getting back on again. And eventually someone's going to get hurt or it's going to be a disaster. And you can't get much more disastrous than the Patriots offense has been the last two years. And my God. What the hell were the Philadelphia Eagles thinking hiring an offensive coordinator to coach their Terrible. defense this year? They get, Terrible they, decision. they get what they deserve. When you put an offensive coach on the defensive side of the ball, you get what you deserve. Have you seen the numbers since like the, the, the guy that was calling defense for Sirianni who replaced Jonathan Gannon was not doing a great job. He certainly wasn't living up to Jonathan Gannon's standards from last year. It's not the same defense as well. However, holy smokes, what has happened to the Philadelphia Eagles defense? Since Matt Patricia took over as DC of the PE OMFG, it is startlingly bad. And I also think, and, and, and that's he's true, no dummy, but I, I think it's tough to do that, especially when two guys are from different schools, different organizations, mm -hmm. like Matt is mid year talent and techniques and everything changes. And it just, I think that's really, really tough to do successfully. For Usually sure. you don't notice as much. Because usually when you reach that point, it's a team like the Patriots that does it. It's not a team that's vying to get back to a Super Bowl, a team that's vying to win its division, a team that's vying to, you know, have success in the postseason. And we're seeing this on a national stage, and it's it's not going well. And it's uh, it's really hurting them. And it'll be interesting to see how it plays out in the postseason. But, um, yeah, from a Patriots perspective, I do Oof. think right now, you got to rip the Band-Aid off. All these ideas, bring back McDaniels and Ziggler, like, they 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 wreak desperation, obviously. But they also, to me, I said, you know I think Bill's old. 
and people get mad at me mm-hmm. when I say that. Like he's about to turn 72 right this spring. So he's knocking on the door of well, he's chasing a moving target in Pete Carroll, the who will mm-hmm. soon be the oldest coach in NFL history. It was Romeo Cornell when he was in Houston a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um I I you bring the band back together to what end? One more year of Bill, and then what happens? Then they Apple, all like yeah. Then there's I, a bunch of blue crabs in the in the bucket trying to kill each other for the job. Like I don't even because if you have McDaniel's, Bill O'Brien, and and Gerard Mayo here, and Bill retires after the year, you have more chaos in my opinion. You have more mess. You can't mm-hmm. keep whoever doesn't. If Josh gets the job and Mayo doesn't, he's pissed. If Mayo gets the job and Josh doesn't. He's pissed. Would like, Mayo then bring in McDaniels to be his? I mean, Josh McDaniels has no leg to stand on right now in any room with any ownership group, with any group of players in any organization to say, like, I'm I'm the right man to be the next head coach. Like, you'd be lucky if you want to keep coaching football at the highest level in the United States. You'd be lucky to find an organization like the Patriots who would bring you back in because of the success you've had. Do you think go to maybe, college? I've said all along, Josh should go to college. A young Head Good coach look, in college or absolutely. Oh, he could get a head coaching job, a mid major, so? like not a mid major, uh, probably a major conference. There's only four of them left and yeah. a mid tier job. Um, and I think he'd be good at it. I think his authoritative uh, attempts would go mm-hmm. over better in college. You know, he, he can do the thing where his There's first meeting, Tom Brady him. zooms in. That uh, okay. He could coach. He could coach. I, he, he probably could. I'm just saying, like, he may be a little radioactive right now to bring into a collegiate program. Yeah. You can go in college football, you can go from radioactive to popular like that. It happens thank, all thank, I mean, Steve for the Sarkeesian, transfer portal, right? Steve yeah. Sarkeesian was a drunk that no one would touch. Now he's one of the best coaches in college football. He had his mm-hmm. team and the college football player. Bobby Petrino is like banging a volleyball player on the back of his freaking Harley and is untouchable. And now he's working his ranks back up. Why? Mm-hmm. Cause he can coach, he can coach right. offensive. Like you can go and Josh isn't that toxic. Do- oh, Josh God, didn't no. have a, a scandal. He's just had a bad attitude, work. had a bad attitude and was entrenched in his ways. Right. So I would go to college if I were Josh, probably not a bad idea, but I'd be like curious. If job. Halfley you, get out. You wonder though, if like, let's say, and who do you think right now is the leading candidate? I would say, I still think Mayo is like ahead by a whisker. And it's funny. Wow. You, you, you know, there was the leak yesterday. Uh, I'm, I'm sure I don't remember who exactly said it. I think it was Schultz. I think uh, the Schultz report, Jordan Schultz had that Mike Vrabel would potentially be interested in going to New England if he shakes free from Tennessee. Yep. To, I, I like the idea of Mike Vrabel being coach, especially if it doesn't cost the Patriots much. There's a whole bunch of, I think people just like, first of all, again, Twitter, X, Twix, whatever you want to call it. It's not real life in any way, shape or form. Gentle it's reminder. Not nice. They were very mean to me yesterday. They're mean to me all the time to all the time. People, how people are in mean a mood. To both of us, the hard old critic and the Homer. How can they right. be mean to both of us? Because people are in a mood and they, you, they want, they like want it. their greatness back. And you know what? Tough shit, everybody. You don't just get to be awesome again immediately overnight. That's not how it works. Oh, how, how, uh, Mike Vrabel is a significant downgrade from Belichick. Okay. I said the tweet simply was if Bill is gone, I would like Mike Vrabel to be the coach. If Bill is gone, I'm not saying I want Bill gone and I want to issue Belichick in favor of Vrabel. I'm just saying if he's gone, I like the idea of Vrabel. He's his own man. He's a badass. He'd be entertaining. He knows football. I'm not saying three years younger. Uh huh. Uh, that matters. Would you trade Vrabel for Belichick straight up? Yes. 
because I was thinking about this. Bill has a home in Franklin, Tennessee, just outside of, of Nashville. And oh. remember there was the loose rumors, reports, I don't even know what you call it, that the Patriots, I won't say Bill, the Patriots mm -hmm. had interest in Will Levis. And right. Will Levis is obviously the quarterback. And if he likes Will Levis, would he be wanting to go there where his mother lived and I believe spent her final days on this planet? Good point. Um, he likes Nashville. He loves the uh, the bars and the music scene there. He's a big sure. fan of Nashville. Um, mm -hmm. Would you make that trade just straight up? Change of scenery type trade. Both teams yep. get new coaches. Nothing else passes through. And to take a youth movement on for the coaching? Yes, because Bill can't have but a couple more years left. If he, if we knew, like you just speculated a few minutes ago, thinking Bill, Bill does want out, and this is all leverage and power play, the whole under contract, I'll come back and do what I'll do, and I'll listen to whatever's in the best interest of the football team. If you found out he definitively wants out, and it's time to move Team Belichick away from Gillette and Patriots Nation into someplace else, yes, I would. I would, too. I, I would. I would take I, the and trade. I don't know if he would wanted if he low kisses it. and wish him well and say thank you so much coach for every for a quarter century of awesome even with the the lows that have been more predominant than the highs of recent it has been a little bit thin around here recently i would bit. take all of it gladly and say okay Vrabel, now you got a chance you were on the biggest stage you're following up your mentor your old coach let's freaking go and he he has the um i think he has the spunk or cachet or attitude or mm -hmm. confidence He's, he's a cocksure coach. Dude. He's an absolute cocksure coach. Yes, he is a ball. That's what I'm saying. He's his own man. He doesn't give an F. And to what ends he would be able to pull the program up from the ashes of and rebuild I it? I don't know, but I'd be willing to watch. I'll tell I you what, it all hinges on. And this is what I, I think is funny. I said this to Rich last night. We spend all this time on Bill and the coaching change and all of that. Um, the most important decision or decisions in my mind is who's controlling personnel and what do they do with the third pick in the draft? And right. if you nail that, there's a good chance, a really good chance you nail your head coach higher because your head coach, if he's connected to, let's just say it's Jaden Daniels and Jaden Daniels blows up and he's a great leader and a, a, a modern dual threat quarterback and all of Dynamite those things. playmaker. Yep. Guess who's a better coach? Whoever you hire, I don't care if it's Josh McDaniels, Gerard Mayo, Mike Vrabel, whoever it may mm -hmm. be is a better coach under those circumstances. So that is actually probably the far more important decision this offseason that isn't really getting enough attention. Nailing the pick. Well, because right now there's a big, bright, shiny object over here. We have a whole coaching conundrum right now that has taken center stage and seems like it is going to drag out a while longer as well. All right. Uh, last couple things I just want to throw say, out How there. long are we going here? I know we're done. Um, I just want to throw out there, just for the record, if people want to read about what Trent Brown had to say on the season, he did a sit-down with Nesson's Dakota Randall. He was not very happy, and it began, Andy, back during the preseason or so, it seems. He got a first-hand look at what the Patriots were going to be like, and I think he checked out then, and that's when you said, well, if that's the case, you may as well have cut him before the season if he didn't want to invest himself in the season, and that's why you got the half-assed approach, attitude, and effort tops from Trenton Brown. Hmm. On the season as well. Too bad. Sorry, only $12 million wasn't going to be enough for you to at least give it an effort to earn a contract elsewhere. Trent, uh, there's a fun story. I'll take story. the apologies by, from all the media members that mocked me and all the fans that mocked me yeah, at the time. You, you're not going to get it, Andy. You, you won't no, get I know. it at all. We and haven't gotten really flowers. We were the first ones in town to say the hobo rumble, the bum fight at right tackle, Trent Brown's attitude, everything along the line was a cause for concern. Oh, shut up. You're just trying to get clicks and get engagement. No, we're not. We're... <laughs> Right. Doesn't it doesn't matter. You and I we're like a, we're like these 
Greek show us how to get some clicks. That would be nice these days. We're the Cassandras or Diane, whatever the Greek reference and metaphor was that was like, you know, like no matter what is said, everyone just ignores, even though like all the prophecies come true. Uh, you can read that. There's a really fun story on my timeline that uh, my buddy Bryson sussed out. The There's a great story behind the Bill Belichick, uh, the famous entering the Lions game gift that everyone has used time and time and time again usually to uh, no effect, sometimes sarcastically walking into the game. You know, the two kids that have their hands outstretched that he walks by, they yep. were actually Patriots fans. Yep. And they were there with their dad and they knew someone in the Lions and they gave him Lions gear. Belichick ignored him. They, the team found out. Bill had them come in. He took photos with them, autographed pictures for the kids. There's a whole great story behind it, which I think will kind of like shine a nice light for some people on Bill Belichick, the human being, and Bill Belichick, like the dad or grandfatherly figure. It's a really nice thing. Check it out. Um, it's on my timeline at Fitzy GFY. I smiled when I read the story. It was kind of cool. I did too. And Bill, we've always known Bill can be uh, personable and, and human and humane and all those things when he wants to be, which actually found a way onto my timeline last night when I was struggling to fall asleep after arriving home from the Rich Keefe show. Yeah. Somebody posted Bill Belichick's uh, retirement or whatever res resignation press conference as the HC of the NYJ. So I rewatched that again last night. The It was like a 15-minute video. Mm -hmm. And I the thing that jumped out is how much more personable and affable he was in that press conference, which may have been the low of his professional career. Oh, resigning like, as HC yeah. of the NYJ? He's oh, smiling. he was great. He's making jokes. Yeah. He's like telling everybody, I'm going to spend time with my family this afternoon, but tomorrow... I'll leave my number. Anybody that wants to talk to me, I'll talk. Sit down, magazines, internet. Anybody who wants to talk to me will talk. I'll answer any questions you might have. And I'm like, wait a minute. How at the lowest point of his career could he be a decent dude? And now after six Super Bowls rings, nine Super Bowls, greatness, now he's kind of an a-hole all the time. He's at his absolute grumpiest. Is this age? Is this the the Patriot effect? I I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, because he he probably was at his best then because he had an ace up his sleeve. He kind of knew like three weeks from now I'm gonna have like they were probably he still has an ace up his sleeve. He's considered one of the greatest coaches of all time. Just because I like Paul Brown. And by the way, the trolls when I said I didn't think he's the greatest of all time went back to a tweet I put out like six years ago and were like, "Is this you?" And it was a tweet that I put out in 2018 in the summer when I said. Brady, Belichick, whatever, are the best of all time in their back. Correct. Guess what? I was working for the team at the time. I may have been a little bit overly positive and optimistic that the band was staying together. And there's no shame in that at all. And I point this out if you're watching on YouTube right now. We had him as a guest on the program. Yes, he got the Mike Vrabel contract issue wrong. So so freaking what, everybody? Uh, people make mistakes. It's your ability to actually learn from them and never make them again that makes you a better person, coach, analyst, etc. Anyway, in Mike uh, Lombardi's book, Football Done Right, which is a great read and a 101 for the history of the game. Uh, he says that Bill Belichick is the third greatest coach of all time and that Vince Lombardi is, I believe, the second best. And it was Paul Brown. Paul hmm. Brown. Where have and you heard Mike, that before? Yeah. And if Mike Lombardi, consigliere and assistant to trusted friend, the ultimate fob, says that Belichick a, a, isn't the GOAT, that he's one of the greatest of all time, of course. God, honest. And you know what annoys me is Brian Mori, your your boy. He All went right. after me. He's like, Bill's the greatest of all time. He's like, well, what did Paul Brown do? I don't really know much about him, but Bill, Bill's the great. Well, then do some research, you jackass. If you're going to say somebody is or isn't the greatest of all time and shoot down somebody else, you should probably know what the F you're talking about, right? You know who Babe Ruth is. You know who Ted Williams is. Go learn who Paul Brown is because Paul Brown 
basically brought everything that is modern football. You have football because of Paul Brown, basically. And he's got some Belichick to him where he got mad and created a whole new franchise because he was mad and stole their colors. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Which is amazing. Even Belichick could probably tell you like, oh, I'm just honored to be considered among the greats. But Paul Brown, like Belichick could probably go on and on about it. Don't get him started. Um, Oh, and by the way, uh, Kendrick Bourne put in his Instagram that um, he just uh, in his stories was a picture of the stadium and it said, hope to see you soon. He wants to be back. I do, too. I feel that way as well. All right. Hour and two and a half. Wow. That was a big one. A little over. Hey, we got a lot. There's a lot going on. We got a lot to say. Don't blame me. You had just as much to say as I did. And then some. And you know what? The funny thing is, there's so much more to come. We'll talk about the weekend's playoff games in a couple days. We'll give you the latest on Bill Belichick. We'll start. We're not really sure what we're going to call any of these extra like draft pods. If we're going to be call call it like you are a patriot or maybe Andy will do a side pod called with the third pick. So we can just start our engagement and debate as to what we think the, the Patriots pick. Like it's an and Irish on that note, everybody. <laughs> and on that note, everybody, that'll do for a robust, zesty, and big old Six Rings and Football Things podcast. Thank you, Turp, for helping put everything together. Good job, Hart. He's at Jumbo Hart. I am at Fitzy GFY. I'll be on the Rich Keefe Show tonight and tomorrow. And you'll be back on Thursday. And we'll be with you Saturday from 12 to 3. And then, of course, on Martin Luther King Day from 2 to 5 p.m. on Boston Sports Original 93.7 FM WEEI. Thanks for listening. We're a presentation of WEEI Odyssey and 2400 Sports. Talk to you soon. And if anything happens with Belichick, the decision is made. Emergency pod coming right up your feed. So stay tuned and turn those notifications on. Good day. God bless. And as always, oh, Pats.